Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome to the Summer Run Home with your hosts, The Professor, James Rochford and Andrew Barney Barnett. Yes, it is a thankful Thursday on the Summer Run Home for The Professor and Barney and it is a massive thank you to our sponsors, Hyundai and Blundstone. If you did miss the first hour, then there is the uh, podcast where you can catch yes. up on it. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify or where all good podcasts are downloaded in that first hour. Uh, well... Barney has found a 55-year-old professional footballer, King Karzai. Kazu. He's a, he's a Japanese, Japanese footballer who is uh, he's just, well, just been loaned out to a Portuguese side uh, from uh, Yokohama FC. And he, is, uh, he started his career back in 1986, Professor. Pretty amazing. How many games has he actually played, Barney? Uh, oh, I'd have to do some maths here. Uh, Yokohama FC, he's done, played... 2,278 since 2005. So he's he's knocked... I mean, he's Just toss for, up a number. No one's looking it up. Played 41 for Kyoto no, Purple Sanger. Let's do the maths on here. Toss up a number. Kyoto Purple Sanger. All right, fantastic. Anyway, we're coming up on good, the show. Another good club name, Kyoto Purple Sanger. You I had do. a Purple Sanger one year Did after you? the Christmas holidays. I'd left the sandwich in my bag and <laughs> <laughs> it went completely purple. Purple Sangers. Yeah. Uh, now, later on in the show, we'll be chatting to former Parramatta Eel Enforcer, and NRL Nation caller Timmy Manor. That's exciting. Retired too young. He did. Way too young. Uh, Shawnee Omerod. I think it's our last cross to Shawnee from Sportsbet on the oh, summer run taking an early one, is he? Yeah, not, he is. Not coming in on Friday. Nah, mate. He's probably got staffies or something on a Friday. Yeah. You know what he's like. Yeah. Um, and, Barney, there uh, we have a text message there that might nicely yeah. segue into... Rooster Man yeah. has said, Barney, can we get some hockey news updates? Don't listen to the professor, which is, uh, well... You know what? You're right on both counts there, Rooster Man. Uh, we will get some hockey news updates because, uh, well, Trent Copeland, uh, former Australian Test cricketer and uh, well, and New South Wales Blue, and uh, now Channel Seven uh, cricket commentator is uh, going to be joining us, and he is, uh, well, a very very good hockey player. But that's not why we're talking to him. We're not well, talking yeah, to him well, about hockey. We'll obviously mention the cricket. But <laughs> it's going to mostly hockey. Briefly. Chat. Um, while we're on the cricket, it's time now to welcome our first special guest to Thankful Thursday. Uh, it is Lachlan McCurdy, who is a writer for Code Sports. Are you there, Lachlan? I am, boys. Good to be with you. What are you thankful th- for on this Thursday? Lachlan, anything? I'm thankful for one last game of cricket in Sydney where it's not actually raining. I mean, it's a nice way to kind of feel like we're properly ending summer, that there's no rain. Yeah, it is a beautiful, beautiful afternoon, shaping up for a beautiful evening there at the uh, SCG. Before we get to that, though, Lachlan, what are your thoughts on hockey? Mate, we're not... Lachlan, you don't need to answer that. Oh, I'm happy to talk about hockey. We can we can do a pivot. We can talk about the Kookaburras, the World Cup, anything you want. Just, yes, can Lachlan, you, you're one of the good ones. Can you flush this guy, please, mate? <laughs> no, listen, Lachlan, we're not here to talk to you about hockey. The Challenger is on tonight between the uh, Sydney Sixers and the Brisbane Heat. From the SCG, obviously quite a few changes in lineups. Uh, you know, it's always a turning pitch. 
Uh, Brisbane flew down yesterday, all these things. So based on all of that, who is going to win? Who should people bet on? I would never tell people where exactly to put their money. Of but course. I think the Sixers have a, a very good chance of getting this game over the line. They they haven't lost a game at the SCG this season. Um, obviously, the Heat have had those Aussie players in Renshaw, Kawaja, Labashane there, but now they're off to India. So it's a, it's a weaker Heat squad than what we saw a couple for the last couple of weeks. But again, the Heat are the one team the Sixers haven't be, beaten this season. So there is uh, there's a few interesting form lines going into this one, that's for sure. Yeah, do you? I've tended to notice this year um, the the form, and we've talked about this on the show. The form tends to go in waves in the BBL. Like teams seem to win a few in a row, and then lose a few in a row, then win a few in a row. Um, should that be a worry for Sixers fans, given that the Heat are obviously in their you know a little bit of a winning? Uh, They're on a heater. They're on a heater, um, as they like to say. You can use that, Lachlan. Uh, and then obviously the Sixers. Uh, um, they obviously lost to a very, very good Scorchers side, but they didn't really look like anything was clicking for them on Saturday night. How much should we read into that? Look, I think there is a bit of that sense that momentum is really important in T20 cricket, especially in a competition like this where you don't have a lot of time to kind of reflect on that result. You've got to move straight on to the next one, especially with this knockout cricket. So that they put a lot, lot of effort into that Scorchers game. The Chatting to Sean Abbott yesterday, he was kind of saying... When we had them three for 20, we kind of almost thought it was done. And because they switched off mentally, the Scorchers are too good a side to let them get away with that. And then they have to kind of flick that switch and go, okay, now we've got to come back home. And if we get through this game, go back to Perth. So there's a lot of things playing in the Sixers' mind ahead of this match. And you've got to be careful not to start thinking forward of, if we get to the final, we've got to go back to Perth. But the, the Brisbane Heat have proved that they're no easy beats this year. And even without sort of the likes of Kwaja and Labashane and those guys, that they can post big totals. So it's going to be uh, an interesting result tonight, that's for sure. Are you heading out to the game, Lachlan? Are you uh, heading to the SCG? Yeah, I'll be heading there. I, I'll be, I will be one who doesn't have to worry about going back to school or anything like that tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be a smaller crowd as a result, but... Yeah, I think I'll be one of a, a smaller crowd than the last we saw there, that's for sure. Now, are you working or is it for fun? Are you able to have a couple of ales and relax or have you got to uh, write some articles? What do you got to do? Yeah, I'll be working. I'll be heading up into the, the, the nice press box up at the SCG, some beautiful facilities up there. So it's, uh, it's definitely my favourite ground to, to watch cricket in Australia. All right. Mate, now... Um... We've we've heard about how the the uh, Sydney pitch is uh, can turn a bit, takes a good bit of spin, and how impactful the spinners have been. But Sean Abbott has been absolutely on fire at the back end of this BBL series for the uh, for the Sixers, mate. Uh, how important is he going to be tonight? Yeah, he's really vital. We obviously saw in that final against the Scorchers on Saturday, he took three wickets, and if it wasn't for him, the, the Scorchers probably would have got it done a, a lot easier than they did. So. He's been fantastic, and he had kind of admitted himself he had a really slow start to the season. He was disappointed with his first few games and the way he bowled, so he kind of made a concerted effort to to really improve and find that form that saw him in Australian teams and things like that over the last few years. So he's he, he's one of the most experienced BBL players that we've seen in the competition. He's the, the comp's leading, leading wicket-taker, so... Yeah, if the Sixers want to get the job done, he's going to be key for them on a pitch that, yeah, we don't really know what it's going to do. We haven't seen any cricket here for almost two weeks, so it could be a bit up and down, and that pace is going to play an important role. Well, it's interesting because obviously um, the Heat have got a couple of great fast bowlers in uh, Nessa and um, who's the young bloke that's burst onto the scene? I've lost Spencer. his name. Yes. Spencer Johnson. Now, now, 
will they have any impact at the SCG? Because I said this yesterday, that last time we saw the SCG pitch, the ball was sticking in it like it was porridge. So, I mean, sure, it would be a change of pace for them, but do you think they'll have any impact, these fast bowlers? I think they'll definitely have some impact. I mean, you look at a lot of the, a few of the Sixers dismissals across the season, but obviously in the last couple of games, that they've been ones where they've been a bit rushed for pace or, or kind of haven't felt comfortable out there. And especially someone like Spencer Johnson, who can kind of get that ball in short and really attack the ribs and things like that. That's going to unsettle some of the Sixers batters who... I mean, there's a few guys who, obviously, you've got Dan Hughes coming in for Steve Smith, but Josh Felipe and Curtis Patterson probably haven't had the most amazing tournaments that they would have wanted. So they'll be feeling the pressure going, OK, we, we need to step up in this game, especially without Steve Smith. So, yeah, it, it, it's almost more of that mindset battle of going, OK, they might get a few short ones and then using those variations of a slower ball cutters, things like that, to kind of really unsettle the Sixers batters. Now, looking forward um, past the end of the BBL season, we're talking about the play, the test players that have taken off to India. Um, had Usman Khawaja, we've uh, heard now, has flown out to India. His visa issues are sorted. Now, are you getting the trip over there to go report on it or are you going to be uh, riding on it from home, mate? No, I'll be nice and comfortable watching it from home. Uh, the, the late nights, I'm looking forward to at home, in front, on the couch at home. It means you can enjoy a few more things from home. Like you said, the ales at the cricket, you can do that at home as well. But no, I'll be keeping an eye on things from there. It's close to the best place to watch test cricket, as in India for a time slot in Australia, because it's a 2.30 start, right? It's, it's start of the day's play, yeah. takes you into the evening. It's, uh, you're it's not sitting perfect. up all night, but you get that late, a nice bit of late night cricket where you're watching it. And um, mate, what are you expecting to see out of the India series? I think it's going to be really close. I think a lot of the Aussie guys have said that they feel like this is one of the best squads they they have sent over there in recent tours. And I think I, I agree with them that you've got a really experienced batting lineup mixed with some really promising guys who we know what they can do, like Manus, Travis Head, and. Um, Alex Carey, they, they haven't played over in India, but we, we're going to get to see how they go in this new service. But you've got guys like Steve Smith and Usman Khawaja who have had that experience over there. And then obviously the fast bowling attack is probably one of the best we've had since sort of 2004, going back to those sort of McGrath-Warn years. I mean, I think that search for the, the clear second spinner for Australia is going to be the real interesting test to see whether you go with Ashton Agar again, which I think they will for the first test, or whether you give a guy like Todd Murphy a chance and go, okay, we think you're the you're the next big thing, so let's just give you a chance. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll be the big question for the Aussies, but I think it's going to be a good series because, I mean, we've got to want a revenge from India. They've come here and, and won the last two series here, so we're going to want to do something similar over there. That's right, and we just need that one uh, draw to make it through to the test championship, right? That's all mm. we... I mean, we want to win... But just to get that that game later in the year against the Indians, so so that's exciting. Hey, Lachlan, we'll let you go, mate. Just before you go, who's your favourite old athlete in the world? We've been chatting that this afternoon. Have you got a favourite oldie? Oh. I mean, oh, the name. What, what the name escapes me. Um, the equestrian, the Australian equestrian. Ah, uh, Hoy, uh, Andrew Hoy. Hoy, Hoy. Hey, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. We'll add that to the yeah, list. Andrew Hoy, from um, the, the yeah. town of Kalkan down there in the Riverina. Is he? Yeah, there's a yeah. big sign outside of Colcan. They don't have much else going on. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hey, Lachlan, thanks for chatting this afternoon, mate. Anytime, guys. Have fun this afternoon at the cricket. Uh, not a bad gig there for yeah. old Lachlan heading out to the cricket. Oh, that it would be the perfect gig if you didn't have to sit and write an article at the end of it. 
Yeah. You know what I would do? I would write it before and just leave gaps for the names. And then <laughs> yeah. I just impact feel player. impact player. Um, the, you know. The blank started strong. Yeah. But then Put the blank, team in. Yeah. Uh, finished stronger. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So-and-so took four so-and-so mm. runs. How do you I can, embed a video? Yeah. <laughs> the right. Yeah. And then you just you go in there and you, you rip in because I think – it's full strength beer in the media tent because some of the stuff these guys write, they must be. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah, is there spirits? Yeah. Well, I know for some of the NRL matches, based on the stuff they write, definitely. I think it's a free bar, right? It's just yeah. Is it? Yeah, but the, <laughs> I, I don't think. I think you know how some like if you get done drink driving and you got to blow into it, blow into the the ignition in your car to get yeah. it to start if you, and it won't start if you've got. It's similar with the rugby league, uh, where if you if you don't have six schooners under your belt, you can't write an article. You can't, you, the computer won't start. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> you got to blow into it. And it's like, oh yeah, you seem like you're good enough now. <laughs> Rip it. Really, really give us what you think. <laughs> hey, uh, talking old athletes, I got a doozy for you. Oh yeah, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe, the Gordie uh, Howe. ice hockey player. Ice hockey player played until the age. This is ice hockey, right? Probably the most physical sport, arguably. Uh, yeah, yeah. And well, not just physical in terms of, you know, p- fast paced and you, your physical fitness, but just uh, you can be hit at any point, like bumped and well, like he, a rough yeah. sport. Well, also, he played in the age of the goons. Is that what they were called? The guys that used to go he out would in the have ice? He played pre helmet, too, wouldn't he? Yeah, they? so 1946 to 1980, 26 seasons in the NHL, <laughs> retired when he was 52. Gordy Howe, did he, was he, did he play for Boston? Ruins? Am I getting that wrong? Yes. No. No. Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. All right. But that's a good one. Um, another great one. Lex Needleoff, ah. professional cyclist. He's a Dutchman. <laughs> Needleoff, a cyclist. What? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of yeah. here. Well, most of them are needle on. Aren't they? <laughs> Isn't that the tradition? <laughs> With the cyclists. <laughs> His name is. I'm not. Needleoff. <laughs> Needleoff. Ah, there you go. Retired in 2018. He was 52 years. I wonder how he... <laughs> His blood was 26. So, so. <laughs> oh, jeez. Very good. This is a great topic. Baseball, Satchel Page. Hey, Played Satchel. Until, so, <laughs> Satchel, named after a bag you wear over your shoulder, I guess. Oh, he's Leroy Robert Satchel Page. His, his nickname was the man bag. It, the European carry-all, I think they used to call him. Uh, 59 years, 350 days. Well, was he, in uh, uh, MLB, baseball. Oh, the, what he used to do? The pitcher. 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 Yeah, so yeah. the pitcher, that's a... They treat them like thoroughbreds, the pitchers, the, in the MLB. I'm not sure so in those days... What, they, they put them out... In put them out to stud. Just no, to um, make... <laughs> like, Little, no, they yeah. go every like they they'll pitch every sort of. Oh, now I'm I'm worried, Jeremy. Still no, he's listening. gone. No, I think it's he's a baseball. It's expert. every four games yeah. or something. So they'll, they'll but they play four off. games in four days. Yeah, because in a month they play 162 games in a year mm. of baseball, and they have in a month they'll have like one or two days off. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit silly. Hundred, what is it? 164 games? Is it? 162, I think. 62. And that's what you were pushing for in the NRL, right? Yes. Each team to play 162 <laughs> yeah. games. Why not? Bring back the midweek um, games. Um, I mean, why? how good would it be just to get home and be like, oh, Wednesday night football, how good? Hope it's as good as Tuesday night's game. Yeah. That was a good one with the same two teams. Um, 
Here we go. Let's keep going. Um, oh, this is a doozy. Hannah Kazi Daisaku. Ooh. Take a guess. Obviously so a Japanese, Japanese man. What sport? Uh, 51 years. Is still active. Still going now. Still going. 51. Started in uh, 1986. Tell me it's sumo. It is sumo wrestling. Get he's, out of No, town. 51 years. He's still wrestling. How's your knees after? Well, he's wearing knee braces in the actual picture here. Is he? Yeah. Um, and, ooh, that's right up his clacker. Yeah. Go on and have a look at that. That's the way they do that. Hanakazi Daisuku. Um, all right. We're going to be chatting some more old athletes. Just a reminder, coming up, we're going to be chatting to your old mate, Trent Copeland. Yes, we've got a few texts coming in. Uh, and join wanna, yep. join right, in. Let's do the text quickly. Yeah. Heather McKay retired from professional squash at 40, being undefeated for over 20 Holy years. Dooley. Wow. Once retired, she played Masters squash, winning 45s twice, the under 45s twice, and the under 50s twice. That's from Brendan. Thank you, Brendan. Um, Ian Chappell say no more 79. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Sorry to burst your bubble, boys, but there's predicted thunderstorm tonight between 7 and 8 o'clock for Sydney. Fair from Sean. That's not Shawnee Omerod, Might be is it? bloody Shawnee Omerod, always trying to rain, rain on, on our, our parade. parade every time. I, what's the weather like in Brisbane, though, Barney, today? Uh, so yesterday was beautiful, yeah. so today yes, No, perfect. the day before was perfect. Oh, today's perfect. Yeah, yeah, so it goes on and off, beautiful, right. perfect. Australian Open, can't yeah. wait for it up there. It'll be bloody It'll be good. good. All right, Mark, hit that break button. Now, all you fans of the beautiful game, we are about to give you a Joga Benito update. Uh, Barney, yes. before we do, you've got a couple more old athletes there on the text line. Yeah, we're talking old athletes. Uh, if you've got one, 0457 736 736 is the number to text. And these people have, Dave from Frankston uh, has reminded us that Gordy Howe, who you said played ice hockey into his 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, 52. He, he was who Bart Simpson pretended to set his teacher, Miss Krabappel, up on a date with. That was like the original catfish. It was. Wasn't it? Yeah. Gordy Howe. Uh, very well done. Uh, how about Ronnie O'Sullivan, uh, says this person who didn't give us their name. Uh, they said 47 years old, current snooker, uh, world number one and world champion. Um, yeah, do we count snooker? As yes, a... we do. <laughs> yes, we absolutely do. The best to ever do. Ronnie, if we consider a snooker a sport, which I, of course, do, Ronnie Antonio Sullivan is one of the best, is the best. Of Where's Ronnie time. O'Sullivan from? He's from, he's from England. But and you still like him? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and he, he's incredible. He, he plays left-handed half the time just for the, just, just for taking the, the mick. You're joking. Yeah. Does he drink schooners while he plays? No, no, no. He's, he loves Pints. his running. <laughs> Pints. Pints. Yeah. Schooners. Come does on. He, does he smoke darts? Uh, not since Embassy of no longer sponsoring the, the, the World Championships. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. That's a shame. Oh, like, oh, wow. He did a, he, he he had a, he had a 147 in 4 minutes 17. You're joking. 4 minutes 17. I don't know what any of that oh. means. I knew that you loved a Ronnie, Mark, but I didn't know it was Ronnie O'Sullivan. That yeah. is unbelievable. Uh, Matt from Park Ridge says, out of left field here, boys, but Ric Flair uh, was like 60 when he retired. Yeah. Nature, Nature Boy. Nature Boy. Can you give us a Ric Flair? Give us a woo. Woo. No. no. Come on. Go Can on. you give us a like that. Okay, I wasn't going to do that much. Yeah. That's Ric Flair. Yeah. God, he was good. The nature old man by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> He's still with us though, isn't he? Yeah. I'm always nervous uh, when ooh, I do this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Always he nervous. is just. He's with us? Ric Flair, yeah, let me give me just. a... Uh, he's looking. Yep, he's still blonde somehow. That's... That's amazing. Uh, that Scandinavian looks, roots. Looks perfectly Flair, natural, by Flair the way. Flair is Swedish, the surname. Flair. <laughs> There's lots of flares. There's an umlaut over the in, eyes. Yeah. This, Wikipedia has him still active at 1972 to present. Yeah, he was wrestling last year, I believe. 
You're wow. joking. Yeah, he does the wrestling. Oh, he, he, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like The Rock coming Comes up back. And slaps someone. The WWE. Yeah. Um, hey, it's time for our Joga Bonetto update. Can we get some music? Can we get a little Watch bit of Waka Waka? Here we go. All right. This is thanks to Optus Sport. Catch La Liga. I know that's your favourite La Liga, isn't it, Barney? Mm. And the Premier League. Only on Optus Sporta. Are they going to start? Hopefully, Optus Sport start uh, showing a bit of Portugal League too, too, so I can see. They uh, do, my... I, I'm pretty sure they do. See the King. Yep. They... King Kazu go around. They do. Uh, in the EFL Cup, my favourite of the cups. Mm. Uh, do you want to do this one, Barney? This. Yeah, Manchester untied beat Nottingham Forest. Uh, Good win. Good win Uh, for the untieds. Five zip uh, on aggregate. Uh, And they'll play uh, Newcastle uh, in the final. Is that right, Mark? Has he got that one right? Yeah, he's got that one right there. (laughs) Newcastle United versus Manchester Uh, United. Oh, okay. In the final of the FL Cup. Carabao Cup. Okay. Who's favourites there, mate? Uh, Oh, you you probably say United. Because <laughs> they're both united. Because hey, it's Newcastle United. Yes. Hey, all right. Who, who you would do. you prefer to see win there, Mark? Oh, Newcastle Obviously. United. No one likes Manchester United. Who's your EPL team, Mark? Don't have one. I'm Scottish. Oh, sorry. Oh. I, that, that was visceral that came out. Well, there. and you yeah. stood up there. You get you asked got a lot. Quite angry. I, get asked I don't a lot. know where he got the knife from. <laughs> Is that, a, is that a skin do? Yes, uh, it's a skin do. It's a skin do. Well done. He knows a skin do. Chelsea spent half a billion dollars this transfer season and can't even register all of them. Yeah, so they spent half a billion Australian dollars on players and they've got the Champions League coming up. Yeah. And they can only register three of those players. So even though they bought like five or six, only three new ones can actually play in the Champions League. Uh, Who's the biggest name? spares in the pantry. He's 95 million from Shakhtar Donetsk. The big one, the biggest transfer of any player in British football, Enzo Fernandez. 104 million pounds. Where's he come so, from? He's come from Benfica, who he signed for Benfica for 8 million in the summer. And now... What's his... Uh, he's had a good year. What's yeah. his national team? Argentina. So he was the player of the World uh, Cup. So he had a great World Cup, mm. and that's what rose him. To, oh. You know, a, a I thought to, there was only one person that played for Argentina. Angel Di Maria. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Julian Alvarez, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The soccer, the goalie. Who was the goalie with the that had a bit of fun with the, the trophy? The like gyrating with the trophy. Oh, and Martinez. Then, yes. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Carried hey, the, the baby <laughs> Mbappe. Proper Lucian. Yeah. No, bike. Messi. Uh, okay. The Matildas squad has been announced. Mark, are there any? Um, How many, many hundreds of millions in there, Mark? Hundreds of millions. Lots of hundreds of millions in there. Um, any surprise omissions or any not, surprise not inclusions? Inclusion. Not surprised, but Western Sydney Wanderers defender Claire Hunt. Got to be careful. Um, is in the squad for the first time. They're playing three games in February. Uh, Gosford, Sydney, and Newcastle. They've got three warm-ups for the World Cup. Fantastic. So Building up to that World Cup, yeah. which is going to be epic. Hey, Mark, I want an SPL update. Oh, Talk okay. to me. Yeah. Who's on top? Who's on top? Celtic are still on top. Ange yeah. Postacog lose Celtic. And uh, not just him, mate. Harry Kuehl, he's there making a and difference. Harry, yeah, of course. And Harry Moy. Hey? Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy's had one of the best starts of the season of any player. He's in... He'll, Probably in team of the year. There we are from Lundy, Celtic FC. Hoops till I die. No one cares, Lundy. Now uh, there is a there is a big <laughs> Japanese contingent now at the uh, hoops because of Ange Postacoglu's connection to uh, the J League. Yeah, Kyogo oh. Furuhashi, Dyson yeah, Maeda, lots of them. Patate. Do you think he'll get King Kazu there? Oh, I'd love How to good see would King that Kazu. Be? That would be great. Would he? Yeah. Would Kazu be older than Ange? Than Ange? Ooh, maybe. They'd be similar age, wouldn't they? They'd have a oh. lot in common. They'd probably hang out. 
Yeah, they could. Ange Postacoglu, 57. Hey, oh, so Ange's, yeah, Ange's only a year older. And where, uh, where are the Rangers? Are they second? Uh, Rangers. The, the fact that you said the Rangers is going to please a lot of Celtic fans there. Um, Rangers are second. They are, yeah, quite a few points behind. Nine points behind. And then what? Hibs, Hearts? Uh, Hearts, St. Mary and Livy, Hibs. Where's, where's Partick Thistle? Partick Thistle are in the, the division below. <laughs> They're in the championship. Losers. But your team, Dundee team, United. Dundee United, where are we? Bottom of the table. Now, all you fans of the beautiful game, we are about to give you a Joga Benito update. Uh, Barney, yes. before we do, you've got a couple more old athletes there on the text line. Yeah, we're talking old athletes. Uh, if you've got one, 0457 736 736 is the number to text, and these people have. Dave from Frankston uh, has reminded us that Gordy Howe, who you said played ice hockey into his 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, 52. He, he was who Bart Simpson pretended to set his teacher, Miss Krabappel, up on a date with. That was like the original catfish. It was. Wasn't it? Yeah. Gordy Howe. Uh, very well done. Uh, how about Ronnie O'Sullivan, uh, says this person who didn't give us their name. Uh, they said 47 years old, current snooker, uh, world number one and world champion. Um, yeah, do we count snooker? As yes, a... we do. <laughs> yes, we absolutely do. The best to ever do. Ronnie, if we consider a snooker a sport, which I, of course, do, Ronnie Antonio Sullivan is one of the best, is the best. Of Where's Ronnie time. O'Sullivan from? He's from, he's from England. But and you still like him? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and he, he's incre- he, he plays left-handed half the time just for the just just for taking the, the mick. You're joking. Yeah. Does he drink schooners while he plays? No, no, he's, he loves Pints. his running. <laughs> Pints. Pints. Yeah. Schooners, come does on. He, does he smoke darts? Uh, not since Embassy of no longer sponsoring the, the, the World Championships. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. That's a shame. Oh, like, oh wow. He did a, he, he had a, he had a one four seven in 4 minutes 17. You're joking. 4 minutes 17. I don't know what any of that oh. means. I knew that you loved a Ronnie, Mark, but I didn't know it was Ronnie O'Sullivan. That yeah. is unbelievable. Uh, Matt from Park Ridge says, out of left field here, boys, but Ric Flair uh, was like 60 when he retired. Yeah. Nature, Nature Boy. Nature Boy. Can you give us a Ric Flair? Give us a woo. Woo. No. no. Come on. Can Go you on. give us a like that. Okay, I wasn't going to do that much. Yeah. That's Ric Flair. Yeah. God, he was good. The nature old man by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> He's still with us though, isn't he? Yeah. I'm always nervous uh, when ooh, I do this. Yeah, he always nervous. He is just. He's with us? Ric Flair, yeah, let me give you uh, he's looking. Yep, he's still blonde somehow. That's that's amazing. Uh, and that Scandinavian looks, roots. Looks perfectly Flair, natural, by Flair the way. Flair is Swedish, the surname. Flair. <laughs> There's lots of flares. An umlaut over in, the eyes. Yeah. Wikipedia has him still active at 1972 to present. Yeah, he was wrestling last year, I believe. You're wow. joking. Yeah, he does the wrestling. Oh, he, he, yeah, because yeah. it's like The Rock coming Comes up back. And slaps someone. The WWE. Yeah. Um, hey, it's time for our Joga Bonetto update. Can we get some music? Can we get a little bit of Waka Waka? Here we go. All right. This is thanks to Optus Sport. Catch La Liga. I know that's your favourite La Liga, isn't it, Barney? Mm. And the Premier League only on Optus Sporta. Are they going to start? Hopefully, Optus Sport start uh, showing a bit of Portugal League too, too, so I can see. They uh, do, my... I, I'm pretty sure they do. See the king. Yep. They... King Kazu go around. They do. Uh, in the EFL Cup, my favourite of the cups. Mm. Uh, do you want to do this one, Barney? This. Yeah, Manchester untied beat Nottingham Forest. Uh, Good win. Good win for the untied. Five zip uh, on aggregate. Uh, And they'll play uh, Newcastle in the final. Is that right, Mark? Has he got that one right? Yeah, he's got that one right there. (laughs) Newcastle United versus Manchester United. Oh, okay. In the final of the FL Cup. Carabao Cup. Okay. Who's favourites there, mate? Uh, Oh, you'd probably say United. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> <laughs> they're both United. Because hey, hey. it's Newcastle United. Yeah. Hey, all right. Who, who would you prefer to see win there, Mark? Oh, Obviously. Newcastle United. No one likes Manchester United. Who's your EPL team, Mark? Don't have one. I'm Scottish. Oh, sorry. Oh. I, that, that was visceral that came out. Well, there. and you yeah. stood up you there. Get you asked got a lot. quite angry. I, get asked a I don't lot. know where he got the knife from. <laughs> But it's it's not a is, that a, is that a skin do? Yes, uh, it's a skin uh, do. It's well a done. skin do. Well done, you know it's a skin do. Uh, Chelsea spent half a billion dollars this transfer season and can't even register all of them. Yeah, so they spent half a billion US Australian dollars on players and they've got the Champions League coming up. Yeah. And they can only register three of those players. So even though they bought like five or six, only three new ones can actually play in the Champions League. Uh, who's the biggest name? spares Mudr- in the pantry. Mudruk, he's 95 million from Shakhtar Donetsk. The big one, the biggest transfer of any player in British football, Enzo Fernandez, 104 million pounds. Where's he come so, from? He's come from Benfica, who he signed for Benfica for eight million in the summer, and now. What's his? Uh, he's had a good year. What's yeah. his national team? Argentina. So he was the player of the World Cup. Uh, so he had a great World Cup, and mm. that's what rose him to. Oh. Uh, I thought to, there was only one was person it? that played for Argentina. Angel Di Maria. Yeah. yeah. Um, Julian Alvarez, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The soccer, the goalie. Who was the goalie with the that had a bit of fun with the, the trophy? The like gyrating with the trophy. Oh, and Martinez. Then, yes. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Carried hey, the, the baby <laughs> Mbappe. Proper Lucian. Yeah. That no, bike. Messi. Uh, okay. The Matildas squad has been announced. Mark, are there any? Um, How many any? hundreds of millions in there, Mark? Hundreds of millions. Lots of hundreds of millions in there. Um, any surprise omissions or any no, surprise not inclusions? Inclusion. Not surprised, but Western Sydney Wanderers defender Claire Hunt. Gotta be careful. Um, is in the squad for the first time. They're playing three games in February. Uh, Gosford, Sydney, and Newcastle. They've got three warm-ups for the World Cup. Fantastic. Building up to that World Cup, which is going to be epic. Hey, Mark, I want an SPL update. Talk to me. Who's on top? Who's on top? Celtic are still on top. Ange Postacog lose Celtic. And uh, not just him, mate. Harry Kuehl, he's there making a difference. Yeah, of course. And Moy, hey? Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy's had one of the best starts of the season of any player. He's in... Probably in team of the year. There we are from Lundy, Celtic FC. Hoops till I die. No one cares, Lundy. Now uh, there is a there is a big <laughs> Japanese contingent now at the uh, hoops because of Ange Postacoglu's connection to uh, the J League. Yeah, Kyogo oh. Furuhashi, Daisen yeah, Maeda, lots of them. Hatate. Do you think he'll get King Kazu there? Oh, I'd love How to see King that Kazu. Be? That would be great. Would he? Yeah. Would Kazu be older than Ange? Than Ange? Ooh, maybe they'd be similar age, wouldn't they? They'd have a probably. lot in common. They'd probably hang out. Yeah, they could. Ange Postacoglu, 57. Hey, oh, so Ange is, yeah, Ange is only a year older. And where, uh, where are the Rangers? Are they second? Uh, Rangers. The, the fact that you said the Rangers is going to please a lot of Celtic fans there. Um, Rangers are second. They are, yeah, quite a few points behind. Nine points behind. And then what? Hibs, Hearts? Uh, Hearts, St. Mary and Livy, Hibs. Where's, where's Park Dick Thistle? Park Dick Thistle are in the, the division below. <laughs> They're in the championship. Losers. But your team, My Dundee team, United. Dundee United, where are we? Bottom of the table. Uh, pisser. We... I run home. This is a thankful Thursday, and we're thanking uh, our sponsors, Hyundai and Blunston, for this thankful Thursday. Uh, Professor, we've been having a great time. Uh, if anyone's missed uh, any of the content so far, catch up on the podcast download at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we've been asking people who their favourite old athletes are on the back of Stephen O'Keefe going around for another year and then King Kazu 
uh, going to his 15th club um, in a career that's lasted since 1986. Uh, but right now it's time to chat some more BBL. And on the line we have uh, Channel 7 uh, commentator Trent Copeland. Uh, g'day, Trent. How are you, mate? Going well, going well. How are you, boys? Very well, thanks, Trent. Very, very well. Now, are you on your way to the BBL? Are you in your car making your way to the SCG? I am, yes, in the aircon escaping the heat. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a blistering night, but hopefully it's going to be a good game of cricket as well. I think Sixers have to be favourites at this point, given that there's going to be no Kawaja, no Labashane, and no Renshaw, um, and also no Swepson for the Heat. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Can't wait, mate. Do you think the uh, the lack of uh, of Steve Smith is going to hold the hold the Sixers back though? Well, I mean, if you had asked me about three weeks ago, I would have said no. Um, on the back of, you know, being dropped out of the T20 World Cup team, largely having not a huge amount of impact in the BBL, probably mostly because of scheduling, but even in his own right, not being maybe up to standard. But what about his last couple of games? I mean, he's borderline the player of the tournament in four matches. Quite remarkable what he's done. So, yes, I think... Now we're going to need to see the likes of Philippi stand up, who's been a bit, uh, I suppose, in indifferent form, this BBL. Uh, and in the absence of someone like James Vince, who they can normally rely on in big tournaments. And I guess the other big Sixers news, Trent, is that uh, old man Socky is going to go around for another year. Do you think that'll <laughs> fill the boys with confidence today as they run out? Yeah, SEN zone, eh? That's he's, right. Uh, he's doing pretty well. Doing pretty well for himself, old Sock. I've seen his mug on the telly a bit as well. He's uh, a wily old fox. And <laughs> you know who, who backs him in more than anyone is Moses Enriquez, the skipper of the Sydney Sixers. Just trusts him, backs him in in all scenarios, whether it's the power play where he does a great job or if he has to bowl the last over the innings. He just he knows he can trust him and it's such a well-oiled machine. Uh, hopefully those calves of his can yeah. stick together for another year. But oh, I love Socky. He's a good man. Mate, you would have played a bit of cricket with Socky over the years for New South Wales, wouldn't you? What What is he like as a teammate? Literally, our, our careers have basically gone neck and neck the entire way. So, yeah, you're talking almost 15 years we've played uh, in New South Wales or otherwise um, together. He's a ripper. Uh, I mean, there's no one that attacks the contest more. Um, you know that, you know, much like the Davey Warner, I guess, trajectory of how he attacks an opposition, how he gets about his business, Socky is like that, but then when you have a beer or you're in a team scenario, you know, he's just around the boys having a good time. And much like I'm sure everyone here is over the SEN uh, airwaves, he's a good fun lad and tells a lot of stories. Yeah, he's a ripper. I'm pretty sure at the start of this grade season, he went down and played one grade game for Manly, took like four for 10 off about three overs and then just left for the afternoon. Couldn't be asked. And bullies guys in the process, no <laughs> doubt. He, he's probably coming. <laughs> Come in and bowl the perfect left arm offy to an 18-year-old yeah. playing his first first grade game and telling offy pops. <laughs> <laughs> now, mate, um, it has been a, a cracking BBL season, and yeah, you guys at seven have done a, a great job covering it, mate. Um, the the finals now being the, we're obviously just past school holiday season. Are you expecting that the it's going to be a bit diminished the the crowd tonight? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I was out at the showgrounds for the Thunders game uh, to kick off the final series. 
And on the back of only a couple of days' notice, because the table went right down to the wire, it was really difficult to understand who was going to pay where, who was hosting the finals. But what I do know is the Sixers faithful do love this team and they will get out there and get out there in force. Plus, there's plenty of parochial Queenslanders that still reside in Sydney as well. So I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, but what a what a result it's been to see the tournament reinvigorated. Uh, I'm sure you guys agree. Oh, absolutely. Every night, yeah, every night. In my mind, when I think about the Big Bash at its best, it's like a box office movie every night. And you don't know what's going to happen or who's going to win. It's been like that this year for numerous reasons. But, yeah, it's been fantastic. And I'm, I've, I'm very lucky to sit in one of the best seats in the house for seven. So more of it. Yeah, mate, I'm hoping that the, the crowd do get out tonight because it has been a, uh, a cracking season, so hopefully it finishes in style now. And and you know what? It is a Thursday, and it's a thankful Thursday here, but we, we also have phoned it in Friday, so I hope everyone takes that approach tonight, gets out, <laughs> goes to the game, and then just phones whatever they've got to do tomorrow in. Um, mate, looking forward past tonight's game, though, to the Scorchers on Saturday night, whichever one of these teams makes it, do either of them really have a chance of taking on the Scorchers at home? They just look uh, they look unbeatable over there, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And I must say, I, I didn't think that they would. In the absence of a few of their overseas players and certainly their intentions of who they were going to have as their full-time overseas, things probably didn't work out for them. But it, it just goes to show, with the Sixers and the Scorchers, really... 12 years of BBL, inevitably they find themselves in the big games and on the top of the table, it's not by accident. So, look, I think the Sixers can get over there and provided they get through tonight's match, I think they can beat the Scorchers. The Heat without their international superstars, I'm not sure whether they can do that. But, you know, in T20, you can't beat anyone. That's why we all love it so much. And, yeah, look, I can't wait to see what happens tonight, firstly, but that grand final is going to be epic because had a, you know, a full week to sell that place out. And when it's packed, like we saw in the AFL grand final, it's unreal. Yeah, and you can't hear yourself think. The crowd goes nuts. Hey, Trent, who are you on with tonight in the BBL? Who's your co-commentators? Uh, we've got Ricky Ponting and Chris Green as experts, which Greeny would be great to have. Uh, obviously played in the final series an experienced T20 cricketer. Uh, and James Frazier as well with myself and Mel McLaughlin. So, yeah, you know when Mel and JB and Punter are involved, the big dogs are there. It's a big game. Yeah, I was going to ask you, when, because obviously some of your stable mates, so the likes of Ricky Ponting and Justin Langer and, you know, uh, Matt Hayden and stuff, like, do you do you just sit and hammer them for stories? Stories of when they were playing so, for Australia you, and, yeah? Are you insinuating that they're big dogs and I'm a nobody? Is that what you're getting at? Uh, there's no insinuation going on. I'm saying it pretty bluntly. <laughs> How many tests do you play, Professor? Oh, I know. Hey, look, you know, I, I get a bit like that. I know when we were well, working at Fox and blokes would walk in like Adam Gilchrist, I would hammer him for stories. I'm assuming, do you do the same or do you try and be more of a colleague and try and act cool? Uh, I'm a bit more of the cricket nuffy element. Yeah. So yeah. I am a real cricket nuffy <laughs> and I, obviously people see that. Uh, with me on the, the big screen during the summer talking just the finer details yeah. of cricket. It's more, that, it's more that stuff that I delve into rather than the stories. But, um, yeah, look, I'm every bit a, a fan first and foremost, so I'm pinching myself every day that I get to work with these guys. And as you say, call them colleagues because you know, Nathan Lyon and I debuted in the same test match and 
He's the goat, and I'm right here in the car. Mate, <laughs> living the dream, Copes. Mate, I'm now, sure it's a good car, Copes. It sounds great. <laughs> hey, mate, um, yeah, yeah. just on the stuff you were doing on 7, I saw you with the, the keeping gloves on doing a bit of an explanation, um, I think, in that, that yeah. last – maybe in that last test. Now, am I right in thinking that you started your grey career as a keeper? Were you a keeper as a junior? Yeah. Yeah, I was a wicketkeeper and opening or number three batter until I was 20. So, yeah, it was a um, strange sort of turn of events. Gave up the keeping gloves uh, around then, basically because in that day and age, the keeper in the grade above you, I was in third grade at the time when I first started, if you didn't have an injury or someone, Nathan Pillen wasn't playing for New South Wales, I just wasn't playing the next grade. So um, basically I gave up the gloves to have a dip at five batting spots rather than one keeping spot. Uh, and then things things happened rather quickly from there. And and then you ended up bowling like seamers. <laughs> like, mate, <laughs> what a career. That's yeah. anno- You're annoyingly yeah. well, good at a lot of things, aren't you, Trent? Uh, no, come on. It, it's <laughs> one of those things where, I mean... I, I do impress upon many kids out there when I go to school visits or, you know, pathways under 19 stuff that guys only practice one skill. But no, 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 no. You you might think you're something right now. And it goes for corporate world as well. You might think that you're something right now, but don't ever write off the fact that you could be something else if you turn your mind to it. Because I am the perfect example with zero talent. But, um, <laughs> you know, you can... You can turn yourself into a bowler just, you know, purely by uh, changing your mindset, training harder, and, you know, look where it takes you. Yeah, I think that you still need a, a fair bit of talent uh, that you've got, mate, because I know you are not just a cricketer. You, you're you a very handy hockey player. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> mate, you are... <laughs> You uh, you you had a run down at um, St George for a little while there when I was um, playing lower grades down there, and uh, you just straight into the first grade side, whatever, until cricket New South Wales stopped you, um, mate. Have you did you manage to catch any of the hockey World Cup that's been going on? No, I must say I'm a bit disappointed the lack of coverage that it got, to be honest. And I mean the hockey tragics like yourself and myself, we all obviously keep our eyes on it, and um, we're certainly across it, but. Um, it was disappointing for the Aussies to go out in the semi again. Uh, they certainly have the, have the team and the, the nous and the ability to score enough goals to win tournaments like that, but just haven't found themselves, um, you know, in winning situations with the gold medal around their neck enough, in my opinion. But, yeah, I love hockey, and it's one of those things. I'm devastated that uh, I wasn't able to play more of it. But if I'm being honest, mate, I was never any good. You know, first <laughs> was unreal, but I used to I vividly remember those days, and... I used to have Brent Livermore, Jamie Dwyer playing for Gordon and the like and just running rings around me in centre, in centre midfield there. So I think I made the right decision. <laughs> Trent, the good news for you, you're worried about a lack of coverage, is that there's one bloke that's giving it more coverage than anybody else, which is your idiot mate Barney on this show. <laughs> he talks hockey nonstop. Anyway, hey, Trent, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck tonight no with the coverage. We'll be watching on Channel 7. And uh, I guess good go the mighty lad. sixes. Go the sixes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Cheers, lads. Have a good one. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Trent. Uh, you got your hockey question in there, mate. mate. Are you happy? Genuinely, he he, he undersells his uh, ability. Just I remember when he um there was, yeah there was a season he he sort of rocked back and uh, just you know just had oh I haven't played in a few years and then all of a sudden you just look at him going geez you're good apparently he can hit a golf ball too a couple of the blokes said so just annoying.
but lovely bloke. 